Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. My topic today is Remote Desktop Protocol, the Security Risks, and I'm privileged to be speaking with Matt Body, Security Specialist with Sophos. Matt, thank you so much for taking time to speak with me today. Thanks for having me on, Tom. So, Matt, you've just released a new report on RDP Exposed. Share some of the highlights of your findings, please. Sure, yeah, yeah. So, um, as of the 9th of September 2019, three and a half million RDP servers were, were on Shodan. Two months ago, that was 3.2 million. Now, comparing that with the, the, the one million servers that, that we can see uh, with Bluekeep uh, exposed, there's a huge, huge amount of RDP servers out there. It's a target-rich environment for, for the bad guys because RDP is abused every single day. So if we look at the likes of ransomware, high-profile ransomware like SamSam, Dharma, Matrix, BetPamer, and Ryuk, these, these are all types of ransomware that are demanding six-figure sums from the people that they hit or up to six-figure sums from the people that they hit. So we, we found that the attackers relentlessly go after RDP in all of these attacks. So in the likes of Ryak, in the likes of Dharma, in the likes of SamSam, uh, BitPayMat, and Matrix, they're using RDP to get a foothold in an environment. And what, once they've got that foothold, they'll then spread and get to every other device that they possibly can. So what we found in this report is, is actually focused on the consistency of these attacks, how much people are getting attacked every single day just from having their business online. Matt, what concerns you the most about how enterprises currently approach some of the known RDP vulnerabilities, such as Bluekeep, which you mentioned a few moments ago? Sure, yeah, so Bluekeep, um, I think we should probably, I'm just going to try and explain it quickly, what the Bluekeep exploit is, because I think that gives does, does it justice as to why it's, a, uh, it's an exploit to be concerned about. So uh, RDP servers, the type of servers that you'd use, or RDP is a protocol that is used to access your servers or your workstations remotely. So it's a little window, a login box that allows you to get on to a Windows machine remotely. And I think a lot of people are aware of that. The problem with RDP is that once you expose it to the internet, it means that you're providing that window into your business, that login prompt into your business. And as soon as an attacker manages to get past that login prompt to get into that device, they don't just have access to that device and the data that's on that device. They've got a foothold and access within the organization in the core of your network to be able to then spread to other devices. Now, Bluekeep specifically is, um, is a heap corruption exploit that allows arbitrary code execution as system. And what does that mean? That basically means that that little login prompt that you're presented with when you try to RDP to a device, it doesn't matter. That remote code execution vulnerability means that the attacker is able to just run their little script that they've run millions of times before possibly and just get onto the device, bypassing that username and password prompt entirely because they've got full access to that system from that exploit. However, this exploit, this Bluekeep exploit, according to Bad Packets, only not, not too long ago, they saw that over a seven-day period, only 3.4% of the malicious RDP traffic that they were seeing was actually trying to, to perform the Bluekeep exploit. Everything else was just 
brute force attacks to try and get onto those servers. So my biggest concern, going back to your question, my biggest concern about these vulnerabilities like BlueCube, for instance, is that organizations are purely focused on just that exploit. Don't get me wrong, it's, it's a very dangerous exploit, but it shouldn't be the only focus. Because actually, if you focus on that exploit, you patch it and then ignore that system that is still online, still providing that window into your organization, still providing that password prompt into the organization at, at all times, then you're not focusing necessarily on the security of the organization. You are fo focusing very narrowly on that one vulnerability. Does that kind of answer your question there? It does, Matt. Now, you started off our discussion with what I thought was a pretty alarming statistic, but what else can you share from your report in terms of stats that really got your attention? Yeah, so the stats, the stats that we saw, I think the most alarming stats are about the consistency of the attack. I mean, we had other stats like the number of times people tried to log on as administrator. We had over a month period on these 10 honeypots, which were just RDP servers exposed to the world, um, all dotted all around the world. As just administrator, we saw the, the administrator username used 2.6 million times on those devices. So, so over that Sort of around 30 day period, I think it was 31 days or so, we saw a huge amount of login attempts as that default user that, that, that comes on your Windows devices, um, usually by default, if you select the English language. Then we saw other, other usernames as well, admin, for instance, an SSM user, which is a specific Amazon user. Now, we were running these honeypots in Amazon, within Amazon Web Services, so whether they could tell that and the attacker was able to then use that information to attack specifically our honeypots, we don't entirely know. But going back to the point, what is the most dangerous and alarming stat that, that concerns me, um, that would be that on average, we were receiving attacks every single every six seconds on these devices. So across all of these devices, wherever they were in the world, every six seconds, we were receiving a login attempt to that device. The fastest that the first attack happened was it was within 84 seconds. So the attackers were rapid to start trying to log on to one of our devices. So Matt, if we were to dive into that a little bit, what would you say you've learned about the attacker's behavior and what you've identified is their three main attack characteristics. Yeah, so so we saw yeah, we did see three main characteristics of the attacker. We've we've named them in quite a British way, we've named them after a hedgehog. Um, and it's uh, we also named them uh, a swarm and the ram. Now the reason why we named them after these three types of animals, the ram was uh, was to to explain that they would come in like a battering ram. So we saw um, in one instance, for example, uh, as an example of the ram technique, they would use only a handful of usernames. So this person or this attacker used three usernames to try and get in. It used uh, admin, administrator, and reathwar. I think that's how you say it. I've been corrected by many Irish people because that is the Irish for administrator. And with administrator and admin, they attempted 37,623 passwords. With reathwar, they attempted 34,688 passwords. So they came in with only a handful of usernames. But then they tried to time and time again, lots of different passwords with many different complexities. Then we've got the swarm. 
The swarm, we've called it the swarm because they swarm at the device, not with just a handful of usernames, but loads of usernames. So they'd try A Smith, B Smith, C Smith, D Smith, and iterate through the alphabet in that fashion. And once they've exhausted that, that popular last name, they'd then move on to another popular last name, A Jones, B Jones, C Jones, D Jones, and so on and so forth, just trying one or two passwords with, a, with each username. And I'd bet a lot of money that those passwords were the most popular passwords in the world. One, two, three, four, five, six, and password. The third type of attack that we saw, we've named the hedgehog. Now the hedgehog is, is all about automation. We called it the hedgehog because of the way that it looked on our graphs um, in, our, in our lab. Now, the way in which this worked is it, it, the attacker would attempt once uh, every few days for just a, a few hours or so, lots of different username combinations, lots of different password combinations, perhaps trying the RAM technique over that period of time, but then they'd leave the server alone for a period of two, three days, and then they'd come back to the server and try that same technique again with a similar amount of passwords. Now, we're making a few assumptions here. We're jumping to a few conclusions, but it's quite safe to assume that they've got some sort of script that's running in the background trying to log on to this, uh, this server, um, trying to log on to the server, then moving away to other servers, uh, attempting to do the same, use those same techniques on other servers in the background. And that's why we've called it the hedgehog. Matt, bottom line, what do security organizations need to do differently to respond to the vulnerabilities in RDP? Um, so, so one thing that we really highly suggest is that if you don't use RDP, then just disable it throughout the organization. Because if you don't need it, then you absolutely should get rid of it. If you do need it, then you should still get rid of it if possible. You need to reevaluate whether RDP is completely necessary within that organization. The second thing that we recommend is if you do absolutely need it, you've evaluated it and you've decided that there's no way of getting rid of it, then definitely use multi-factor authentication. So have not just a username and password to get onto that device, but also have some sort of token to authenticate to it. And there are third-party providers that can provide that for your RDP server. It's not available for free or by default. So, Matt, talk to me about Sophos. How are you positioned to help organizations respond? Really, really well, actually. So with our uh, Intercept X protection, we provide something called um, APC violation protection. And that's included within the advanced uh, new active adversary techniques that we've got within Intercept X. So if you've got Intercept X on your devices throughout your organization, make sure that APC violation is turned on. And that should stand you in good stead against the likes of BlueKeep. When it, comes to, uh, when it comes to brute force attempts on your RDP server, if they do manage to guess your username and password, then there's not that much we can do other than protect you for whatever they throw at that machine. So, um, so make sure that, that, that you've got Intercept X installed on that machine. Make sure that, that, that you've got your tamper protection password enabled so that they can't just turn off the protection that's on that device. Next, make sure that you're using some sort of intrusion prevention system coming into your environment to try and stop those, um, those, those brute force attacks. We provide intrusion prevention system within the XG firewall at Sophos. 
And of course, using Intercept X for anti-ransomware as well, is it stands you in good stead against the likes of Riak, against the likes of Matrix, Bitpayma, and so on and so forth, if they do use RDP as the vector to then just push ransomware out throughout your entire organization. And then, uh, of course, um, it's, it's the thing that everybody needs at the moment, and that's EDR, endpoint detection and response, a method of hunting throughout your estate for files that are looking suspicious or just general bad files to then to, to, to find to find if they're sitting on any machine that you wouldn't expect if you've got an old server sitting there that hasn't been touched in a while and it's suddenly popped up with some new files that are looking suspicious EDR can be used to then hunt throughout your entire estate and see if those files are sitting somewhere else as well so there are they're my tips uh, very good Matt I appreciate your time I appreciate your insight today thank you so much Thanks so much for your time, Tom. Again, we've been talking about remote desktop protocol and the security risks, and you've just heard from Matt Body, security specialist with Sophos. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.